what marketers aren't taking advantage of is TikTok is kind of like the one-stop shop for all these social media outlets, taking a little bit of what every other platform is doing. This holiday season, marketers are facing their biggest decisions at a point of maximum pressure. Delivery fatigue and budget crunch are real, and it's leading to complacency around creative effectiveness in digital marketing, and that could make or break campaigns. So what can you do about it? Well, you should read the automated creative white paper called Compounding Creative, an urgent Q4 wake-up call. So you can get this on this bit.ly link, which is bit.ly forward slash Q4 Xmas 2023. So that is B-I-T dot L-Y, that's lowercase, then forward slash capital Q number four, capital X, capital M, capital A, capital S, and then 2023. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Shiny New Object Podcast. My name is Tom Ollerton. I'm the founder of the creative effectiveness attic platform, Automated Creative. And this is a podcast where I get to interview industry leaders and interesting people who have a vision for the future of our industry. And this week is no different. I'm on a call with Gretel Clark, who is Senior Performance Marketing Specialist at Autobock. Gretel, for anyone who doesn't know who you are and what you do, could you give the audience a bit of a background? Of course. Thank you. It's like, well, I'm Gretel. I am the Senior Performance Marketing Specialist at Autobog. And Autobog is a medical device company that manufactures prosthetics and orthotics. And just a little bit of background on myself. Uh, I would say I'm recently new to the marketing world. I do not have a degree in marketing, if anything. It's a little bit of the opposite. I have a degree in health promotion. And for people who don't know, that's under like kinesiology, um, physical therapy. So I grew up with that realm. And then I was able to switch over, I would say, early on in my career um, into the world of marketing. And it kind of happened by chance. <laughs> I was working in one of my previous companies where I was just there as a warehouse associate. And this was during COVID, right? So I mean, you had to take up what you could. And then it was through there that I actually was able to give my ideas on what the team should be doing for social media because it was a small team. It was like a group of 10. And from that role, I was brought on there as like the social media specialist. And I got introduced into the world of marketing. And from that, I I fell in love with marketing just because with marketing, it's truly about understanding the people and ever since then i've been wanting to know more like what can i do to connect with people to essentially pass on the message of whatever the company is trying to send out and so that's a little bit of my background um even though i've only been in the industry for like i would say three years i've learned a lot a lot of hands-on experience and kind of truly trying to understand and get to know what it means to do marketing. Well, look, I'm really looking forward to hearing your perspective. We have people on this podcast from all from people who've been in it 20 years, 30 years, and three years. So um, it's great to have you on the show. Um, so one thing though, you said you haven't got a, a marketing degree. I was just trying to work out if anyone on this podcast has indeed have a marketing degree. I'm sure there's one or two, but it's certainly not the norm. So <laughs> knowing that you didn't start out in this industry and you've you've taken the opportunity and you've moved across, what advice would you 
give to the younger version of yourself, the student who was looking to make it in this industry? Uh, of course. It's like, this is one that I thought about often because again, like I've only been doing this for three years max, but I feel like I have a pretty good gist on what it means to be in the world of marketing. And I think for that, you have to have a good understanding of people. It's like you have to understand their behaviors, their thought processes, their mentality. And ultimately, if you understand how to read people, you can predict the best way to market them. I think it's just that means having to stay to date with like all the latest innovations, uh, how people are moving and grooving. I think for me, it's like the best example that I have is like I for a brief while I was a personal trainer. And so as a personal trainer, you have to understand people to market yourself, to sell yourself, right? And most importantly, you have to be able to build rapport or trust with your clients quickly because if they don't trust you, they're not going to stick around. But if you can develop that instantly, and by instantly, I mean usually like within the hour, it's like these are people that are going to stick with you honestly throughout their lives. And so I think with that, if you have that ability to understand people's thinking, you will be a very good marketer. It's really interesting to hear you say that because uh, yesterday I recorded a podcast with a guy called Kaiser Bachani, who oh, I can't remember his exact job title, but he's very, very senior at Mondelez. <laughs> and he said a very similar thing. Like his, the word that he kept on coming back uh, to was empathy, understanding yeah. and being inspired and interested by the, the end consumer themselves. So to have both of you mirror each other at different ends of your career is is, is fascinating. Moving on. So what's your best marketing tip? What is the bit of advice that has really landed with you that you felt makes your marketing job much better? Oh my gosh. Okay. I've been thinking about this one for a while now, ever since we talked, ever since you reached out to me, is my top marketing tip is TikTok is king right now. I mean, TikTok has a chokehold on the masses with like millions of users spending hours a day on the platform. Like TikTok is the ultimate marketing tool. And again, it doesn't matter if you're a small business, a content creator, a large corporation. Uh, I honestly think TikTok alone can handle the bulk of your marketing needs. So with that, I want to say I have like three points as to why TikTok is the ultimate marketing tool. And I think those three points are just going off of reach, community, and a multi-platform tool. So kind of breaking down those points with reach, it's like TikTok has mastered the art of reach and reach just in case for everyone else in the marketing world who isn't as uh, into the know. Reach is just the amount of individual people viewing your content. And I think what makes people blow up on TikTok really isn't the amount of likes or followers they have, but just the number of views a video has. And I think this is the best case where it shows that if you have interesting content, people will watch those videos. It's like once time, multiple times, they'll send it to their friends. It's like they don't necessarily have to engage with it, but if they like it, they'll watch it. And that's your proof that you have to show that whatever content you have is good. And I think 
views combined with like a super algorithm makes it much easier to reach niche audiences. So kind of going back to what I was speaking to earlier, it's like sometimes it's very hard to find a specific group of people, but it's like TikTok does a really good job of finding those people and putting your content in front of them. Uh, Tom, are you on TikTok? Yes, I am absolutely on TikTok, but not very successfully. We the mistake that I make is repurposing non-TikTok organic content with content on other other channels and sort of did it to see how it worked. But in reality, uh the the best channel for my business to reach our audience is LinkedIn. So that's where we put like 99% of our effort and we have a, a bit of a brief play with TikTok. Mm-hmm. Well, even then, like as you know, a TikTok user, I want to say, like, have you ever seen a TikTok that just like specifically applies to you where you're just like, you know, like this is very specific to me. It's a little bit weird. And yeah, if you've of ever course. Yeah. So I, I yeah, wouldn't say yeah. so. I wouldn't say so in a B2B land. I don't think I've ever seen some like uh, business content. I thought, wow, that's no, so weird. But, but like, yes, I have definitely personally, 100% as a parent, a musician. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like that's the power of like the TikTok algorithm. And so it's like that's why it's like reach is such an important thing to TikTok. And I think overall, just marketing in general, having that ability to connect exactly who you want. And then the next point I want to make is community. It's like TikTok does a really, really good job of fostering community. And I think the platform itself sets up people to have a conversation back and forth with each other, even if it's not in real time or directly. I think people can respond to comments, react, live stream, even like stitch each other's video. And while all that's happening, it's like other people can watch the back and forth. So it's like, I don't know about you, but I'm a very nosy person. And I love listening to the drama, just like all the people reacting to each other's videos, uh, commenting, kind of going back and forth. There's a little TikTok beef. It's like, in general, us as humans, we love to see people are interacting with each other. And I think that's why there's that strong sense of community kind of following in with all the sub-communities under TikTok. This episode of the Shiny New Object podcast is brought to you in partnership with Madfest. Whether it's live in London or streamed online to the global marketing community, you can always expect a distinctive and daring blend of fast-paced content, startup innovation pitches, and unconventional entertainment from Madfest events. You'll find me causing trouble on stage, recording live versions of this podcast, and sharing a beer with the nicest most influential people in marketing. Check it out at www.madfestlondon.com. And you mentioned that you see it as a multi-platform opportunity as well. Tell me about that. Yes. Okay, so my last point is TikTok is a multi-platform tool. It's no secret that every other social network and platform is copying what TikTok's doing. I mean, we see it all the time with Instagram, with YouTube, and I can't even think of who else. But what marketers aren't taking advantage of is TikTok is kind of like the one-stop shop for all these social media outlets. And it's like TikTok can can function as a search engine, a news station, an online shop. It has discussion forums in the comments like Reddit. And you can also share photos and images like Instagram. 
you can get reviews, recommendations, and how-to videos like YouTube. So I mean, it it's taking a little bit of what every other platform is doing, and it's incorporated it into itself, whether it did it on purpose or unknowingly. It's like, I've been there from the early ages of TikTok, and I've seen how much is it falls. And I can say it's like, for me, TikTok has become a love language. So it's like, what I do is I take videos that I find throughout the day that I think are like funny or cute or interesting. And then I send them to my husband. And at the end of the day, it's like, we watch those videos together. Right. I need, I need to know more about this. So you, you make TikToks, broadcast them um, and then, and then discuss them with your, your other heart. Yes. Yes. And so usually it's other people's TikToks. I haven't made a TikTok for my own in a while, just because I, right. I got, got it. cringed by, you know, <laughs> me dancing in the videos. <laughs> right. So you'll, you'll, you'll just, you'll like and bookmark or whatever, um, or the TikToks you like. And then that's how, that's how you communicate back in your relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm not the only one. I'm, surprisingly, I found other people do this. Oh, look, my wife just constantly sends me TikToks. Like every time I open open TikTok, it's like, oh, this like I've got homework to do. Like I have whether it's the health, parenting, whatever it is. Yes. Yeah, so hundred percent completely understand that perspective. So your shiny new object kind of revealed it really is is TikTok is the ultimate marketing tool. And you've you've laid out your argument for why it it should be very much a consideration for marketers. But I would like to know what's the dark side? What can it not do? I mean, as far as I'm aware, you can't advertise alcohol in there. So if you're, you're a um, Alcbev brand, then you're going to struggle. So that's just one tiny part of it. But what else should marketers be worried about? I think marketers should be working about is not using it the way it should be used. And I think what I mean by that is one, they're not developing it a strategy specifically for TikTok because it's it's its own enigma, it's its own thing. And I think the type of audience on there too, it's a younger generation. I mean, the content is, even though it can be informative, it can be newsworthy, it's really content that kind of serves no purpose. It serves for the purpose of like entertainment for entertainment's sake. And I think two area or two companies that do like a really good job of owning the the TikTok strategy is Duolingo or like the organic side and then Axe Body Spray for the paid side. And if you want to know what they're doing, I highly suggest you go check out their TikTok pages. I really don't know how else to describe it, but they are owning the game and truly creating content that reaches out to what TikTok is. But going back to your question, the dark side is if you don't understand kind of the the type of style that TikTok is for content, like you're not going to do good. Your content is going to fail. I think if you try to approach people too directly, you're not going to be utilizing the way it should be used. And so ultimately that could be money that is not well spent. If anything, it'll be wasted. So what's your view on the fact that there will be very few people that are TikTok only, right? There'll be people that use mm-hmm. TikTok more, but that TikTok audience is still addressable on 
um, Instagram, for example, or even maybe even Facebook, uh, maybe even on X, Twitter, and so on. And these platforms have fairly established paid norms, I, I guess. So a brand could follow best practice on the platforms I just mentioned and deliver ads that work or paid content that works versus distracting away from that channel where that audience already is to learn a whole new skill, which is to talk in a, a, a TikTok native language. Oh, it is. It is. And I think the point is, I'm not trying to say that you completely get rid of these other platforms. I mean, they they themselves had with stood the test of time. Like plenty of people have more than one platform that they use. Uh, but it's an area that I don't think enough people are taking advantage of. And that's why I'm like strongly stressing that it can be the ultimate marketing tool. And you can get away with repurposing the content from TikTok into the other platforms and vice versa. Uh, so it wouldn't be necessarily making more work on yourself. But I don't think people are doing enough to put themselves out on TikTok. And again, this is speaking to TikTok is mainly for the younger generation. It doesn't mean it's excluding an older generation, but it's like you always have to put one foot in the future. Yeah, and unfortunately, I don't uh, have those stats to hand, but um, and I'm 46 this year and fairly heavy user, I would say. I know lots of people in my age group who are. So yeah, I, I sort of push back on that a little bit, although I'm, I'm sure that there are stats there to, to prove me completely wrong and for my lived experience. So what's the easiest way to get started, right? You're a brand that hasn't got on TikTok, You've not crossed that threshold yet. You're looking at the kind of things that blow up on TikTok and you're thinking, how on earth does my brand fit into that craziness? Where do you start? What What do you do on day one? Oh my God, that is that is a million dollar question that ultimately depends on who you are as your brand, as your company, as your business. Uh, and I think this can be said throughout all the type of content that can be done, but just be genuine to yourself. I think out of all the platforms, TikTok is the one where that is easily translated. If you show your brand for what it is, for yourself, as a type of person you are, it's like there are, I don't know, thousands, if not 10,000s of other people out there who are just like you, who like the things that you like, who would support your small business and truly with TikTok, it only takes one viral video and you've captured the attention of, I don't know, again, those thousands, ten thousands, hundreds of thousands of users. Well, look, unfortunately, we are running out of time now. So Gretel, you made an, an incredibly powerful case for TikTok and, and thank you for sharing that with such conviction. If someone wants to talk to you about TikTok or performance marketing for a medical device, where would you like people to reach out to you? And what makes the kind of message that you will reply to? Oh my goodness. Okay. Yes. They can reach out to me on LinkedIn, Gretel-Clark uh, at LinkedIn. And it's like, they want to send me a direct message or even just comment on one of my posts with just like, Hey, I heard you like TikTok. I will instantly reply. You have my attention. <laughs> Brilliant. That's, uh, that's the, the perfect bit of advice. Gretel, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Tom. Hi, 
Just before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you could take the time to write a review of the Shiny New Object Podcast on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever it's called these days, or whichever podcast provider you use. We're an indie podcast, so it would go a long way for us if you could just share the word and give us a bit of a support on those channels. That would just be fantastic. If you haven't got time, that's also cool. And yeah, if you could tell your colleagues about the podcast and also, if possible, don't forget to subscribe. And I'd love to hear your feedback uh, if you'd like to speak on the podcast or be a guest or you think I'm asking the wrong questions, anything. I'd be super interested to hear what you think. So please email me at tom at automatedcreative.net. That's T-O-M at, uh, I'm not going to bother spelling it. Anyway, you'll work it out. Thanks so much.